Yes, yes, yes. I, I was saying, this is your Christmas gift that I never delivered. Oh, so thank you. Give it to you, because I don't, I don't like them. <laughs> well, but, very yeah, sweet of you, um, Sam. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Oh, sure. I figured everyone could use a good hat, especially with your long ass hair. Yeah, you know. It's, 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 you know. Little Swansea, for anyone who doesn't know, uh, Sam picked me up a Swansea AFC hat. So. Not yet. You know. Much appreciated. That's a soccer team. It's a really good logo. I like the logo a lot. Yeah. So. I don't know why I'm well, showing it up as if we're like. Uh, <laughs> a, vi a, visual, a visual medium? <laughs> for a podcast. Never mind. <laughs> and I didn't even it's, capture a it's, photo of it. So. It's no wolf, but it's it's fine, I guess. It's as, as intimidating as a swan can be. Hey, have you been have attacked you by a swan? Yeah, and, actually, swan. swans. That's true, and swans and geese are mean as hell. They are. They're awful. So, what happened to us? Welcome back, everyone. With Nate, Sam, and Hugh, we had a little technical difficulty a bit earlier. You had a technical difficulty. Sam and I were well prepared to do a podcast without you because we could hear you. We were trying to get you just to hit record just so that we could do the entire thing with you not being able to hear us. Okay, so just me talking to myself, essentially. So Yeah. So I discovered a closed captioning function that works really well. Oh. Go Google. Okay. Yeah, it's very impressive. It actually, it, 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 I mean, based on the last 30 seconds of us playing with it, it has very few errors. Oh. So it was just me. We also talking. speak very properly, too. We don't really talk in that much slang or anything, you know? That's well, true. Thank you, Sam. I really appreciate that. That is a high compliment. You, you talk good. <laughs> yeah, I was an English minor. Oh. That's all. <laughs> what what look what it's got well, how far it's gotten what do you right? think would happen if i like slipped into like a hilaria baldwin fake accent like do you think it would figure it out yeah, well it all... depends on what type of spain is it is it catalan or is it like spanish because there's you a know, big difference well no that's the thing that i've been curious about that, that uh, like her lies that she got caught up in which first of all i'm not really sure what her end game was there like how long uh, there's there's certain things if you're going to embellish or lie about things in your life the rule one is make sure it's something that can't be easily debunked. But rule two should be make sure it's not something that you're going to have to keep going with forever. Wait, like what happened exactly? We're talking about Alec Baldwin's wife. Yeah. What, what should... You are you you're not familiar with this? No. You really have been off the grid, haven't you? Well, you know, I'm not, um, I'm not always his, paying attention to the things. His wife, Hilaria uh, Baldwin, who um, Hillary. You know, Hillary. Yes, well, I'll, I'm getting to that. Okay. She's she's basically been faking her. Um, I mean, I I don't know how familiar you are with her, Hugh. She's a, 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 a yoga instructor slash influencer, right? And she has um, been basically, as always, claimed that she's Spanish, oh. specifically from uh, Mallorca. Okay. And um, and if you see her in interviews, she always had an accent, but the accent kind of came and went, and um, uh, it was recently discovered that she is not, in fact. From Mallorca, oh. she is from Bo well, she's from Boston, and her name is Hillary, and she has no accent whatsoever. Well, she has an accent, just uh... well, no, she doesn't. Have, she doesn't have a Boston. It would be funnier if she had a Boston accent, like if if she basically came out and said, "Yes, I've been lying. <laughs> I've been lying about being Spanish this whole time." And then she she then she started talking like Rachel Dratch on SNL that uh, when she I'm gonna go park the car. <laughs> yeah, when yeah. she and uh, Jimmy Fallon were the couple. Okay. Um, I caught I caught like a headline about this, like what's what's the difference like i think i saw like something about alec baldwin doing fake accents and things like that i'm like wait what i just didn't care that much when it came down to it well it's so. just a weird it was a weird thing for her to again like i said if you're gonna if you're gonna come out with a like a big lie like that you got to be prepared to do it for the long haul which she tried to do except people kind of kind of 
got hip to the fact that her accent comes and goes. And she tried to play that off as saying that when she gets stressed, her, her accent comes and goes, which is possible. She's not claiming that she is born and raised in Mayor there her whole life. Right. She claimed her, but born in Boston, raised there, then went to NYU and has lived here and there on and off. So she is claiming like a dual thing but 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 the accent is entirely fake and it i'm not i'm shocked she she's been in the public eye for i don't know they've been married for like five or six years now they and somehow they have like five or six kids in those five or six years it's pretty impressive well she could be like madonna she madonna has a british accent don't even go there with that fucking (laughs) bullshit i had a friend i think go ahead no 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 go ahead go ahead i was gonna say i had a friend in high school who was eastern european and she went back some like for a year in college and she kind of brought back an accent and she changed her name from katie to katya like i can see how people can rediscover their roots or whatever i I get that but like a full-on accent is is is, is hard yeah and she um like there's even video of her doing a um some sort of like cooking tutorial or or something and where like recently or maybe it wasn't that recently but they keep showing the clip where basically she's doing her spanish accent and she claims to forget how to say the word cucumber like she's like oh i forget this word you say cucumber and she just does it in her fake accent and it's just it's it's insane but you, you know, like you said sam it's not you remember jennifer coolidge on friends she came back with a british accent uh. i feel <laughs> like a, i feel like a total ar- horse's arse. arse do you watch insecure no. Uh, no. Oh, you guys should watch Insecure. I think you'd be, you'd be surprised because I feel like a lot of people think it's like a like a girly show. It's not. I mean, of course, it's from a woman's perspective, but yeah. there's a lot of. Oh, well, um, nothing wrong with that's an HBO show, it, yeah. Yeah, it's fantastic. But there's um, one of her friends pretends to be British in one of the episodes when she meets a guy, and she like has to do it during this entire like festival, and she's like, "What the hell am I doing?" <laughs> like, yeah, she's, she's from like she's from like philadelphia <laughs> you got to think this through if you're going to make a, a lie like that you got to think it through and she's still and i don't know nobody has really i mean she's kind of been trying to lay low she claimed that she was going to jump off social media but that didn't last very long um she still claims that she's bilingual but i don't think anybody's actually asked her if she knows supposed to speak because they don't speak spanish in mallorca they speak catalan so oh, I w- i'd love for somebody to call her out and for her to actually think that she speaks spanish so, you know, who knows? And the, the question is also, um, people are wondering, like, Alec Baldwin had to know this, right? She wasn't putting up this, this fake accent in their private lives. But who knows? If she was, it's impressive. That's, a, you know. It would be extremely. Well, they, they've, the, the, he's, he's released a statement basically just attacking everybody for attacking her basically all in and, and ireland baldwin said the same thing like his people were get, kind of coming at ireland baldwin even though she has nothing to do with it except that it's her stepmom yeah um but she in all in and the thing that's noticeable about the two of them is all they say is what a great person she is and how much they love her but they never say anything like yeah we knew like they they, they say nothing of that fact they just are like nah she's just a good person and I'm I'm curious also how far down the down the Baldwin chain does this get? Like, did Stephen know? Correct. And if 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 Steve if Stephen knew, does that mean did Haley does Justin Bieber know? That's yes. what I want to know. Oh. How far down do we get? Like, was Justin Bieber aware that his? I don't think the Baldwins a, are talking much with his Steve. aunt in law. I guess that would be his aunt in law. Yeah, like that. yeah, yeah. Or um, just his aunt, you know. Yeah, I don't know. I, I that's a good point. I don't uh, based on I don't know have a a terrific knowledge of the Baldwins. 
like the the inner relationships of the Baldwins, except for the I don't know. Again, we bring it up a lot, but you remember I don't know if you recall on Levitard last year when they had a running a week long relationship with all the Baldwin brothers, right. but Stephen oh, was not. Epic. Stephen was not. It was they, they had a relationship with Daniel, who then got Alec on the phone and also got Billy on the phone, right. and Stephen was no, and they got their sister on the phone. Yes, but but Stephen was nowhere to be found. Which and given that Stephen's. Um, religious and political leanings of the last decade i would not be shocked if the family is not that close oh they are not no they call them out on yeah. twitter all the time which is can be hilarious and you know they i remember there being a response being dad would have like have disgrace towards you like kind of thing yeah yeah so the uh the so yeah family. so that so anyway in short that is the hilaria baldwin um situation you might say it's hilarious no. I just don't care. Who, who cares? No, I don't care either. No, it's no just a, really it's such cares. a weird it's, it's a weird scandal. But it, but again, it's just a you know what? It also reminds me, Sam. Do you remember we've we've mentioned the movie before? But in singles, remember there was that plot line where the guy I forget that with it was the the female one of the female main characters, but she got in the relationship with the guy on like the UW campus, and he just did a whole fake European thing. But but see, yeah. that's how you do it. You do it if you're like you're trying to take someone home from a bar. Or something, and you're never going to see them again. That's when you pull out the fake accident. Not if you're going to be married to them, or be in the public eye, because that's a bad idea. Well, we, unless well, you're really on, good at accents, really good. Well, based on based on love, actually, you could be British and go to America and get all the chicks. That's yes, usually Baltimore. how it works. Yeah, yeah. Don't trust me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've gotten my fair share. It's of, so oh, you don't have an accent? I'm like, no, sorry. It's, it's it disappointing like that you don't have. Is that, that is disappointing. You should totally use that to I get cannot... chicks, dude. I would. Oh yeah, that's how I do it. Um... There is <laughs> there is a video, and I, I I'm sad I don't know the um, the good background on it, but you could Google it because I just saw it kind of going on Twitter. Did you see with Michael Sheen where he was on like a a video chat with with uh, Kate Blanchett? Oh, you know it, my, you know my love for Michael Sheen, right? But it's uh, like Hugh. Have you seen this? Yes, like he's, I, I he's talking. Yeah. I haven't seen it yet. He's talking to somebody else, and Kate Blanchett pops up on the the chat, and his his just unbridled joy. I can't do the accent. I'm not going to try. But basically, he's looking at the screen. And he goes, "Fuck me! Is that Kate Blanchett?" And it, his just general <laughs> excitement is so funny. Oh, he's, um, he's he's got a lot of stuff going on right now michael sheen yeah he's kind of getting into a he's been in a, a, a battle with a uh, a reporter yes. uh for i forget the publication but yeah who's basically the, the the reporter put him on blast for his he gave back his um obe what oh his obe so that so that he can't he so he says so that he can be more critical of the royal family yep. he just felt it he felt it would be hypocritical to keep the OBE yeah. Yeah. and and while also bashing the royal family and then this reporter is basically calling him a hypocrite for doing that while also bashing Brexit because the basically this this reporter's reasoning is how can you you know how can you bash the royal family but be against us our nationality by being against Brexit it's just a big to do but Michael Sheen is just wants he wants nothing to do with it oh it's it's kind of funny he does because if you follow him on twitter he's just going at it as well oh yeah but he, i mean he wants nothing to do with this reporter oh, he's basically no. oh, i've yeah. seen so many of his tweets where he's like God, he where he's basically says to the guy i'm done with you we're done please stop you know reaching out to me no he said he wants to have a sit down interaction like socially distanced and like he wants to do like a conversation he's like instead of writing this say this to my face and i will respond to it as michael she's become a leader of the welsh 
people in a way. Like actually but speaking. Why does he but I don't understand why this is an issue. Um it's a it, it's <laughs> I think the reporters make you I don't think those are mutually exclusive. I think you can be absolutely against Brexit while also being against the, the royal family. Yeah. Those things aren't those aren't the same thing. Yeah. The royal family doesn't even rule the country. No, but like they get they get welfare from the country. Yeah, but yeah, okay. But yeah, it's it, like I don't know. But yeah, he's uh, he's just a delight online to be yeah. honest with you. Oh, and mean, his beard, his beard and hair situation oh, is just fantastic. out of control. It's he's going full on. It's um, he's uh, he's no longer Sam, the nice and clean cut Doctor Wesley Snipes that we know and love. He's something else. Well, he's, something. he's Kate Beckinsale's kid, like former baby daddy, right? Yeah. Or you know, yeah, uh, yeah, Whatever. yeah. They, it, it, oh, they have a, like, their kids like a teenager now. Yeah, that, and- yeah she look she looks exactly like Kate Beckinsale. Like, yeah. like in the same way that Cindy Crawford's daughter looks just like her. It's like a mini me. Oh, wh- and what about- I actually really liked when him and Sarah Silverman dated, but they broke up, which I'm really bummed about because I feel like they were a good match. Yeah, that's, you know, it's one. I mean, we've talked about before, like when you get upset about, I mean, that certainly wasn't a couple I was upset about, but it was a couple that you're like, ah, I kind of like them together. Oh, it- it's funny that we brought that up about celebrity couples because there's a couple that I was actually glad that they broke up because I like both of them. Just, like really a lot um olivia wilde and jason sudeikis because ah. um, josh likes olivia wilde and i like jason sudeikis and i actually like olivia wilde too so go figure yes yes but <laughs> you, have you have you seen who she's moved yes, on to exactly that's my point so yes you, lucky lady what a you, lucky you're not lady. even where you did you not pay attention to our, our group chat i texted that last night to our group chat <laughs> Uh, I called it. No. I call it wild, wild styles. That's, that's oh, I did see that. I, yeah. Here's here's the problem, and this Dude, this is, is a problem name, with ma- that, is, that ma- is a good name. That actually is a very good name. Oh, um, well, Harry Styles is the the man that she's been caught photographing. Oh yeah, with. sorry, we, sorry, we, we sorry, didn't make people. that clear. Yes, Harry Styles <laughs> is the man, and there's there's it's fairly confirmed because they showed up to his manager's wedding this weekend, and it was a wedding that only had 15 guests. So people, and I believe Harry Styles is officiated the wedding, oh. uh, and and they walked in hand in hand. So people just assumed, um, you know, she. I don't. Nobody knows exactly when she and Jason Sudeikis broke up, but like they kind of announced it fairly recently. But that doesn't mean anything. I'm, she's be, she's become like a big deal. Like she's like a big time director now. Yeah, after doing uh, what was the movie with Jonah Hill's sister, Booksmart. Yes. Yeah, she's come a long way from when she was Marissa's lesbian love interest on the OC. Oh, not Yeah, she's great. Or number number what number was she in house? I forgot what number uh, she was. Was it like thirteen or fourteen? Yeah, I forgot. I think, I, I, yeah, she was a number. It was like thirteen, yeah. I think. I think her character's name was a number, yeah. Um yeah, she's beautiful. I mean she is. I, I think she a is. lot of people like have an issue because like Harry Styles is younger than her and I'm like, who cares? <laughs> I don't understand why it's a deal. Like, what I is? Know. I don't. I don't. I mean, it's I guess like that a is. Five-year age I, I, gap. I think. Maybe more. I think. I think she's closer to our age. She's thirty-six um, and he's twenty-six. Okay, well, who cares? Hey, Nobody cares, but people are making a big deal out of it. Hey. She was married to a. She was married to a prince before. I think he was a prince or a count, or, like her prince. her first he husband. Was like he was a... some sort of royal title. Wasn't she with uh? What's his face first? Like she she used uh she helped uh oh god Cohen Seth Cohen get a summer um on the show on the show no on the show well on the show if i recall she yeah she did sort of have a she was like um she worked at the their the they 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 briefly tried to do like a like let's give them a club 
restaurant bar to hang out a la the max from yeah. say by the bell or it was called like the or something sh- shack the bait no the bait shop i think it was called the bait shop it was it was on the newport boardwalk and yeah she was like a bartender and she sort of had a thing with with seth and she had a thing with marissa you're absolutely right good memory yeah i, I actually really like the oc it's the first show that i got into when i came back to the states so it's a good show the- i don't know why i said that with such a high-pitched voice I've only seen two. Um, I've only seen two episodes. That is okay. I do not fault you for any of that. I just had a uh, living in Boston. I had two female roommates who were convinced my, this was my life in San Diego. Like the exact, this is how I grew up, and you know nothing was different or changed. But I'm like uh, the OC and uh, San Diego are kind of different, but not. But yeah, I I don't know if they'd be. The uh, San Diego is so laid back. I don't feel like a show about people in San Diego would be all that interesting. Uh, Starsky and Hutch. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, um, I, I'm trying to think what else. Is, yeah, that's about it. Though, to be honest with, I mean, I don't think the OC is nearly as interesting as they make it out to be. Granted, I only lived there when I was younger. But, um, you know, it. Uh, I mean, it did get maybe it a is. couple of reality shows. Or at least a reality show. Oh no, it had two. That is true. Uh, no, well, no, it had. Um, yeah, it, Laguna Beach well, and the Real Housewives. No, because one one there. was a well, Real Housewives, yes, but yes, it was the spinoff of the OC was Laguna Beach, the Real OC, which then turned into a fun meta thing because then, and then the Hills was a spinoff of Laguna Beach, right? But then it became very meta because they made fun of it on the OC by having a reality show within the OC that Seth and Summer became obsessed with yes. that was making fun of the real. So basically it was very meta, like in on itself. And then it all turned, it all really turned meta when um, Misha Barton joins the cast of, of the Hills, right? Yes. Which is, which was the original, which was the spinoff of the original show that was sort of making fun of her show. Didn't she get fired so, from that one too? Uh, sort she got, yes, sort of. They didn't welcome her back for the uh, so yeah it came back as the hills new beginnings right that was like after being off the air for like ten years and then it came back with only part of the cast they couldn't get the big names back and they brought Misha Barton on and then they realized that she's really boring and didn't have any didn't do anything interesting so they just didn't bring her back for the second season so I guess that's being fired I guess sort well, but if it's because I mean, well, they were hoping well they were hoping for mid to late aughts Misha Barton who who was fun she was like tara reed fun for oh, a while was, she was there i i i had met her then because she dated the lead singer of rooney for a little bit and yeah yeah and for some odd reason i had friend like friends of friends were friends with the rooney band so jason schwartzman's brother i think we've talked about this before we have we have robert there. robert schwartzman although he go he also goes by robert carmine eh. and he's yes um one, I, it, was, it wasn't even one of her bigger scandals. It wasn't really a scandal. It was just one of the funnier things that she did back in her um, partying um, train wreck, trade, train wreck day is that she got in trouble because, um, I, you know, if people don't live in Los Angeles, they might not be as fam- be familiar, but a lot of Los Angeles apartment buildings are 60s style that have the overhangs, like where the parking – you know what do you what do you call that? Like you know where you park under the building, but it's ground level. It, it just it's like a it's carport ish, but it's underneath. Like the a building. carport, a carport where you're not the the parking's not necessarily underground. It's ground level, but the building hangs over it essentially. It's very sixty style, and she was moving and she drove a U-Haul into it into her apartment building. Like she did not get the um, 
the, memo? the uh, height the height correctly <laughs> and uh, just plowed right into the building, Good which was her. pretty funny. Yeah. Not probably not to the building order owner nor to the um, the whoever owned the truck, but I thought it was pretty funny. It's like when you watch those videos on on YouTube of like semis who don't get the height correct on overpasses and just totally shear off the top of their trailer. Oh, I've seen that a few times in real life. Yeah, yeah, in Boston it's, that uh, would happen. Um, oh God, Sturrow Drive was a street that runs along the the Charles, and there's one bridge which is notorious for you know trucks running into it and oh i think i've seen i, I see think i've seen this, this. You have yeah because I, I think i've seen like compilations where it keeps happening yes like um and then tragically not funny in any way but there was that that horrible horrific thing that happened a few years ago with the double decker party bus where like a guy was killed because of the overpass height issue right like Wasn't he was basically that. standing yeah. on the top level and the um let's just say there was enough clearance yeah no oh ouch yeah. Ouchie. Yeah. Okay. I took it. I took that dark. Sorry. That's no, all right. But we we um, go dark every so often. I mean, I'm I'm more impressed that we haven't we didn't lead in like go straight into what's going on today because it is the runoff is happening right now. Oh yeah. I've I've refused to. Well, I mean, by the time this comes out, well, actually, like like don't yeah, know what's going on in two so. days. It took it three weeks to figure out the general election. Though this one could go a little bit faster. Um, well, two things will happen by the time this comes out, Hugh, because tomorrow is also a pretty big day. Oh, yes. It shouldn't. It shouldn't be. It no. literally shouldn't be. It's going to be. It's the, the, the constant. Uh, I don't know if it, I, they're going to make a big show. And, and the, the one who's putting up the biggest um, to do. Well, actually, Ted Cruz might have jumped him in line. But Josh Hawley, who is not the pride of Missouri. But um, I don't even know how he's. Well, OK, there's a lot of people. I'm kind of in a bubble in St. Louis, I suppose, because there's nobody in St. Louis that likes that man. So it's kind of a mystery about how he beat Claire McCaskill, except that there's a lot of voters outside of Saint, the bubble of St. Louis. Yes, there's just a few people out there. It's John. he's pretty he's pretty pretty awful. Oh, he doesn't yeah. even live in Missouri. That's the he doesn't Wait, even have what? a residence here. How did he, how could he run for? Did he, he uses his his yeah he uses his sister as a um as a as a he doesn't live his sister lives here. He uses <laughs> is her it like ad- getting on a football team? During high school or something. Pretty much. Like pretty much. Except he's using it to get in Congress. He he he's his permanent residence is in Virginia. He uses his he used his sister's residence to basically get on the ballot in Missouri. And he is currently building a home in the Ozarks, um, which is pretty fitting for if you know his demographic, the Ozarks is pretty perfect for him. Uh but no, he does not currently live here. Well, I guess so, you don't have to live there while Working. No, but you well, but it's it's not obviously not uncommon for most politicians to spend most of their time in the D.C. Virginia area. But like he doesn't even have a residence here. Like yeah, at least no. most of them, like most of them are like, okay, I'll just buy a small house somewhere. Right. No, but it's it, that's one of those crazy things you think about. That is just like okay, he ran for state senate. Well, you know, most people would be, I don't like if that were a Democrat, there would be hell to pay. But this, this is the the double standard of treating things oh the double standard like i mean everybody there's so keeps... much double standards oh my god the, 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 i mean the, i don't think there could be anyone well there are could be ones worse but the one that everybody comes to mind was poor jimmy carter where oh. he, he had to sell his peanut farm yeah which I, I suppose he could have had a conflict of interest with some sort of farming federal subsidies for yeah. farming so you know farming subsidies but it was just a peanut farm oh, and yeah. now and, and and now look what the current guy yeah. is doing yeah. oh he he it, there is no if, answer, but about the 
the nature of this presidency of the last four years, which is just a... It's a grift. Oh. Well, I mean, all of his kids are qualified to work for the government, so that's not a big deal or anything. Oh, absolutely. You know, one one of his... What, it was his son-in-law couldn't even get a security clearance because he, he owes too much money in international yeah too, he has too many questionable loans in the middle east shocking and like you, you go through the other shocking loans like how how do banks do what they did to give him money well for the banks here stopped doing it that's yes. why he had to go abroad banks here were like wait this guy's never gonna pay us back no so they so they had to go through that shady deutsche bank that is basically run by the saudi and russian governments yeah, but that's neither here nor there. No, 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 that's not big deals. No, nothing, nothing whatsoever. Okay, I got that off. Let's my get back, let's get back to lighthearted stuff yes, like yes. Uh, like uh, Baldwin wives who use fake accents. Okay, uh, Nate, you haven't watched it yet, but Sam, did you catch Cobra Kai season three yet? Are we done? I haven't watched the first season. I know I'm so behind on TV, guys. I'm like the wrong person to ask right now. No, just I, uh, Nate hasn't watched I, it either. No. I'm kind of I'm kind of wanting to watch Bridgerton first because it's like Shonda Rhimes and it's right. a period piece, so it's like perfect. It's perfect like guilty viewing, binge watching. So I'm gonna watch that first. Okay, Bridgerton <laughs> for Sam. Nate, are there any shows that you are going to binge watch? Before? Well, I'm still I'm still making my way through Shit's Creek. Almost okay. almost done. Almost done almost with Shit's Creek. I, it's I, cute. I, I uh, got through cute. season one. I, and I thought it was fantastic. I will say this, and I don't, and, and I maybe I want, kind of want to make this statement now, knowing that I can be proven wrong. Because Sam, you've you've watched them all, correct? Yes, okay. and I, I watched them pretty fast too. See, because so I might want to watch it again. Like, yeah. see, so Hugh, you said you've made it through season one. Mm-hmm. Like, see, and I believe we spoke about this previously on it about how it got off to a slow start. Right. Like, I was not a fan after like the first four episodes, no. four or five. I don't know. Yeah. Then I re- really got into it. I thought by the end of season four, I was like, "This is a fantastic show." And now I'm uh, about ten episodes into season five, and the wheels have come off. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't even know. I at this, and I've heard that it ends on a high note, so I'm not going to stop it. Right. But at this point. I would be totally willing to be like, okay, this this season is so bad that I I I it, this is a this is a slog because that if it if it had ended and this is the case with so many shows, so many shows don't know where to end. Right. And again, I'm saying this having not finished it, so it could totally redeem itself in the sixth season. But at this moment, like if it, you were at watching this, this moment, naturally, I'm, at this moment, I would say that they could if they would end it at season four finale, perfect ending. Okay. They could have because it because it, it was a, they tied up some great storylines. Um, it, they didn't tie up everything, but it was enough that I'd be like, that would have been a great finale. And it's the same way that everybody talks about Scrubs season eight, you know, like the Scrubs. Well, season, you know, I don't know if you remember, but 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 Shit's Creek moved around a lot. So the the, the yeah, fact that the, they, they I think they wanted to tie up just in case they wouldn't be able to have a back. home anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> that's that Scrubs. Scrubs did the exact same thing. Bill Lawrence has talked about it on the podcast. He said that there, if you look at like they had like season. They they moved around so much, like NBC just totally screwed them over. That several he said several of their season finales he wrote as finales because he had no idea if it was going to come back. And there's nothing worse than a show that doesn't tie up loose ends. Maybe that's just my OCD, but like if a show doesn't get to finish, like oh, so I understand I understand when when writers are like, okay, we're going to try to tie it up every year just in case. I I there are so many times where I'm, I've enjoyed a show. There was that one. 
uh, year where I was like, I'm, I'm done. I'm not watching any shows until I know that they're going to have three or four seasons. Like you and Josh, Josh is a comedian friend of ours that were watching the Rob Lowe show. Oh yeah. The, the ringer, the that ringer, was a good show. And you guys were all about it, but it only lasted a season. And I'm like, thank you for not, because you guys would rant and rave about that show. Like it's, uh, there, yes. And this has happened several times to me. This is why I've become very jaded as well. Hugh would have a heart. And then that, that, that so now I get to the point where I'm like a show like Sits Creek where I know it came to an end. Right. But like, there are two shows. I don't know if you remember them. This is like late aughts, mid aughts. Um, one was a show, uh, called October sky. Okay. It had, it's, it starred the Brian, um, Greenberg, the guy who was on the, the show about, where he sold jeans like on HBO. It was yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. how to make it in America. That's the one. He had a show before that called October Sky that was on ABC. It starred um um what's Laura Prepon from that 70s show was on it too. It basically where he he basically was an author. He he left a small town a la the all the characters on Dawson's Creek. And then he wrote a novel that basically bashed his the small town he grew up from. But then he be um but then he had to move back home because his second novel didn't do well. So basically it's him moving back to this city that he wrote a novel bashing. And it was a great show. It was called October Sky. It lasted like two seasons and it just disappeared. Right. Then there's another show called What About Brian that starred Barry Watson from uh, Seventh Heaven. Another show that had a great one season and then boom, it was gone. Huh. Mate. Yeah. So, so I've, I've also become very jaded. The um the the I don't know if, if you remember the Party of Five spinoff starring Jennifer Love Hewitt called Time of Our Lives. Oh my god. That one is still technically on hiatus. It's never been canceled, but it hasn't been on in 20 years, so I'm not keeping my hopes up. That's that's fair. Uh wait, did you hear about the yeah. spin-off of Party of Five? What about it? No, there there is an actual spin-off where uh it's it's to do with uh deportation of the parents. The parents don't die, they get deported. Well it's oh it's a re- it's a reboot, right? Reboot, I saw yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I isn't it on um, like Netflix or something, or is it on network TV? I don't know which one it's on. But I, I heard that I did hear that they made that. Um, I was a fan of the original. It was pretty good. October definitely more timely to make the parents deported as opposed to I believe the parents died in a car accident in the original. Yes, they did. Yes. It was good. It was good to a point. It's a little cheesy, very che- very cheesy. But that was that was the era. Gave but, Scott I mean, Wolf, skate, yeah, Scott Wolf had a, Wolf. Yeah. got a nice career out of it. Did he I mean, not, yeah, double dragon? Love Hewitt. Uh, he was also one of the best parts of Go. Right. Um, right. General for Love Hewitt. Matthew Hewitt. Fox. Yeah. Matthew Fox turned it into a decent career. He got, although Lost, there was a lot of time between Party of Five and Lost, and I don't think he's done much since Lost. Uh, we are Marshall. Um, was he? Oh yeah. Speed Racer. Um, uh, you know what? what? Um, Lacey Chabert. Lacey Chabert has oh, done very well. Mean Girls. <laughs> Mean Mean Girls. She's 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 got a covers. she's got a good run on um, the Lifetime um, Hallmark movies. She now, re- I, I I was gonna say like the one of the most underrated films, and I don't even like Jennifer Love Hewitt, and it's so stupid, but I love Heartbreakers, and every time it's on TV, I will just stop and watch it. That's a, that's a good one. Heartbreakers is a good one. It's bad. It's really bad, but it's good. It's, it's okay to have a <laughs> bad good movie. I yeah. know. And it's, I know. We, we all went to go see Big Trouble in Little China. We all know that's a bad, good movie. That's a bad, classic, good movie. Yes. Yeah. And it's like Demolition uh, Man. I don't think I ever realized to, for anyone to understand, Sam decided, like, found out that 
Big Trouble in Little China was playing in this little theater in Salt Lake, uh, in Salt Lake, in Silver Lake. Um, and for for those of you listening that don't remember, theaters are where people used to go to like <laughs> sit together and watch things. This is such a an old theater that the seats were on a upward gradient, not a downward yeah. gradient, too. Oh so yeah, and they, and they were those, they were those the big the the, the they were the cushy ones, but cushy in the way that like a seventies recliners, cushy in the way that like um, British Steve's van seats are cushy. Yes, like not cushy in the current the current iteration of movie theaters but we go uh, that's the first time i had seen that movie in theater uh yeah me too and i will say you don't realize how bad the dialogue is until you watch that movie in theaters because you really are paying attention oh, it's all one-liners it, i mean kurt russell's the it's, best well it's he's he's, he's great. great everybody else is and we i think we've discussed this before it's it's oh it has a lot to do with writing but like it, although frankly i don't think kim cattrall has ever been a good i mean the only thing she's ever been really i guess good in was sex in the city and i'm pretty sure she was playing herself probably like if you go if you go back and watch like mannequin she's terrible yeah um, Man- mannequin's so good but bad i agree well most of the like good but bad describes every one of our favorite <laughs> 80s movies i think that's very Adventures of Babysitting is one of the best movies, so I don't know. I don't know about you guys. I was, I was, oh, it is, you know, it's so funny you say that. I was just thinking of Adventures of Babysitting, like, yesterday. I don't even remember uh, why, but it, it, and I just thought to myself, I want to watch that again. I haven't seen that It's because Josh's beard reminds me of Pruitt, the guy that has one arm. With the hook, with the hook, hook, And he tows, he tows their car. He's like the nice one that, like, you know, wants to, you know, kill his wife. But, like. His beard. Well, looks she like she his. is she is cheating on him. So. Well, yeah, but like his beard looks like his, and I call him Pruitt all the time, and that's that's who I think about because he actually looks like him too. So I think of Adventures in Babysitting all the time. Um, oh, it's a really you, good movie. You know what? It, what made me think of it, Sam, is I was listening to today. In fact, listening to I, I always I know we bring it up the the Scrubs podcast, and Donald Faison was talking about the the Port Authority in Manhattan about how he how how he found it so terrifying as a kid like the bus depot and it made me think of the scene in um in big adventures of babysitting where is that martha plimpton where she plays the friend is that marcia plimpton it's not martha P- marcia it's not her. no 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 it's um um Mar- uh, mary louise Red, yeah it's, Red, um, redhead it's uh is that, is that mary louise parker not mary no, louise parker the no. other one um she also has three names um um penelope mary- and miller Penelope yeah. Ann Miller. <laughs> I'm like Mary Catherine Gallagher. I no, don't know. It's, like... they, there, there was a few of those that had three names. Yeah, and remember she's like stuck at the bus the bus station. Oh, yeah, she, 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 she thinks things. that it's a cat and it's a rat. Yeah, that, so that's when Donald Faison was telling the story about the Port Authority. It made me think of that. So that is exactly why I thought of Adventures of Babysitting today. Did you guys and know Vincent I, D'Onofrio was the in that? The whole reason. What? Yeah. Uh, do I know Vincent D'Onofrio was in it? He is still, to it's this Thor. day, the best cinematic version of Thor. Chris Hemsworth is a distant second. Because what makes it great is you're not entirely sure if he is Thor or not. Like, there. like she, also, think, she thinks that he's Thor, but then he's like, I'm not Thor. But then in the end, she hands him the hammer and he says, he's like, I, no kid, I already have one. And you're like, oh my God, is he Thor? He was super mean too, like super mean to them when they first got yeah. there. And it was like a difference of like $5 or something that they owed him. Yeah. And um, I remember realizing like after watching it like 20 million times I'm like the whole reason why they're in this predicament is because her friend ran away from home and they have to go get her and I'm like that's such a weird premise to like base a movie on but then again it's like if you look at Dirty Dancing and stuff like that 
there's a lot of like darkness in a lot of the 80s movies <laughs> there was also the question of that and again this was it was like a running kind of joke in the movie that that um the the i forget the main character's name the the son the kid that's in love with elizabeth shoe i forget the character's name uh, two oh, seconds, yeah. two uh he's probably a little too old to have a babysitter brad like that was brad uh, was he brad his name was yeah, brad. brad there was brad and daryl yeah. where the daryl was the friend brad and da- and da- yeah daryl daryl was anthony rap and brad and then um it, it it was one of the first times i remember ever seeing bradley whitford where he put that was like the first time he put like when he played, you know, the early half of Bradley Whitford's career, he was always played the like the the big asshole. Yeah, he was very good at that. Like in Nerds um, Two, Revenge, uh, yeah, uh, Revenge of the Nerds Two, Nerds in no, Paradise, and thing, though, Billy Madison. You haven't, you obviously haven't watched it. So basically, Brad was supposed to go over to um, Daryl's house for a sleepover. And that's why his sister was by herself. So she oh, needed a babysitter. Right. But then when they found out that she was babysitting, Daryl came over to hang out and they just stayed there. And then they they went to go pick up their friend. So they all kind of got stuck together. And then, I th- then what was Bradley Whitford's character's name? Um, so cool. I just, uh, remember, I just remember he drove the Camaro with the so cool license yeah. plates. His name was but Mike. I forget. Is, is um, Mike? Oh, come to me. Yeah, Mike. It's Mike. Yeah. And they say it a lot because they're like, you're with Mike? Like, I forgot his last name. Because um, he's, you know, apparently, like, supposed to be a, se- a high school senior or, yeah. or college guy or whatever. <laughs> they don't have it. Like, they just have it as well, Mike here. So. Well, because yeah. well, she's supposed to be in high school, which is not terribly believable. And then, but then she meets her love interest, George, who's played by George Newbern. Right. A, but he's in college. And I remember he drove a Jeep Wrangler. And every time I'm in Chicago, like I always remember the bi- the building with the very um, climactic where the little girl yeah, is up yeah. hanging outside. Um, that is a very prominent building in the New York skyline, though not necessarily a famous building. I forget what it's called, but it's but it's it's prominent. It's just pretty famous. It has the it's diamond cut out on top. Yeah. But it's I mean, if you're a fan of Adventures and Babysitting, you notice it immediately because you're like, yeah. oh, that's the building where she was hanging from outside. Yeah, it's a very famous, like, architecturally building, just because, you know, it's just like the Transamerica building, super famous in San Francisco. It's just really different looking and the shape and everything and the, and the U.S. bank building in L.A. But um, I liked him because he um, he was in Scandal. Did you ever watch Scandal? Yeah, he was in yeah. Scandal. Yeah, yeah, he's Charlie. He's great. Well, I loved him. And I'm like, oh, my God, it's what's his name from Avengers and Babysitting? Like, right yeah. when he popped up. Because I'm like, what, I wonder what happened to that guy. So, he's also um, the he's the son-in-law in Father of the Bride. Father of the Bride, yeah. I actually yeah. just watched that movie the other day. Um, and their wedding cost $250,000 in the 80s, which I thought was fascinating. I'm just like, dude, what the <laughs> heck? <laughs> That's crazy. Um, yeah. And, and they were 22. Or at least his daughter was 22, which I find really young to get married. Yeah, well, but, I mean, that's what it was. That's what it used to be like. It's like you go to college, you find your college sweetheart, you get married. Sam, you're an well, that's what. So. Well, I did that, but we didn't get married until way later. And we didn't yeah. get a kid until way later because we waited. And, you know, like, why the rush? I don't understand. Well, but, I mean, I guess I guess my Mormon friends still do that. Because they, 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 like, you know, are they, super religious and they probably don't have sex Mormon before friends. marriage. I've had friends who've been, oh, they've been married twice now, at least. That, you know, before I've even been engaged once. So, hats off to them. Then, yeah, 
trying to think. Uh, j- j- just to circle back, just so anybody sure. is curious, it's called the Crane Communications Building. Crane <laughs> spelled C-R-A-I-N, formerly known as the Smurfit Stone Building. So if you if you want to give that give that bad boy a Google, you'll see the building we're talking. Is about. it like Master Crane from like t- Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle? Crane. Yes, Sam. Exactly. Oh. I just wanted to bring that back because I, I didn't want to yeah. wait till the end. No, no, as you should. You should like once you get that information, you'd I'm be like, st- "Let me interrupt you I, so I can get this out." I'm still waiting, waiting for us to, to go over our worst years in history. But in typical uh, what happened to us fashion, we, you have to wait until about 50 minutes in to do to uh, get to the topic at hand. Yeah, we got another 10 minutes before we even go there. So that's fair. Good. That's a good point. Did you watch um, Death to 2020 on Netflix? I did actually. It's no, I heard, I heard, I, I heard about it. Yeah, like you were telling somebody was telling me. Was it you? I don't know. No, I didn't say anything about it to you. No, I, I think Sam. I, maybe we were talking all, about it in, in our, group guest, chat. our group text. Group yeah. Chat, yeah, that was the the stand up, like the roasting of twenty twenty. Yes. Kind of, but people paid. Pl- they played characters. So Hugh Grant's there, and he plays like oh, a scientist. Sorry, I watched. And... I watched a different one. I watched uh, the Tiffany Haddish, like all these female comedians did, like a twenty twenty. The passing of 2020 kind of thing so they're at a funeral wow. home doing like a roast interesting of it's on amazon prime i believe it was pretty entertaining hmm. so and then they kind of oh, another behind the scenes and they it's all cg which is makes it even more more interesting huh. so um i uh speaking of amazon prime entertainment uh we watched knives out the other day uh, i love that movie <laughs> It's last a great mo- movie, and I watched it in the theaters. I think that was the last movie that I watched in theaters. Either that's the last or, one I or, saw in the theater. Star- I think maybe it was Star Wars, because Star Wars came out later, right? Yes. Um, yes. Yes. So, yeah, but but it, there was a week where I saw, like, two or three movies in the theaters, which was, like, unheard of, because I watched um, Parasite and Knives Out, I think, the same week, and then I watched Star Wars either before or after, so I was like, whoa. Um, <laughs> three <laughs> which is movies. Huge for me. I know. I used to watch movies all the time. I, I, I really miss that. I mean, now I can't, but even before, it's just because of the kid and everything. But um, it was nice watching it the second time around, knowing what happened, because Josh hadn't seen it. So, right. um, And it had been a year, so I kind of forgot some of the details, too, which was nice. So I thoroughly enjoy it for the second time around. Yeah, it's, uh, uh, it's Johnson's best work to date, I think. No. They're making a sequel. Yes, we all know his best work, Hugh. Did you not say the movie, my friend? Uh, brick? What? Yes, it was Brick, Sam. Yes. It was yes. <laughs> episode nine, The Last Brick. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, have, you guys eight, seen, have you guys seen Blade Runner? What's that? Blade Runner? Blade Runner? The, which one? The, the, the new one or the original? The new one, 2029. Yeah, yeah. No, I never. Saw, I didn't see it. Saw that in theaters. It's so good. It's a, it's a nice... It's For the amount of time it took to get to that sequel... It worked really well. I think Ryan Gosling did a good job. Uh, you know, it's good storytelling, well shot as it should be. Everything kind of worked with it. I think that even without that one, the sequel being made, Hugh, her saying, "Have you guys seen Blade Runner?" and us saying, "Which one?" still makes sense since there were like eight versions of the original. Yeah, there, well, there, it's the, there the director's cut is the best, right? Like, there, like there were like multiple director's cuts. There were yeah. so many versions. I don't. E- I can't even keep track of which ones are which. Like the original, original. The, the the original theatrical was the one with the horrible voiceover, right? Uh, I think, and well, it had the happy ending. There's another one. There's actually one before that one. 
I believe there's Jesus just Christ. there's just so many there's so many versions that yeah the ultimately if you've never seen Blade Runner yes watch the Ridley Scott director's, director's cut because that's yes. the one that's the one he wanted so don't pay attention to the other ones right it's like everyone demanding the Justice League Snyder Zach cut Sn- and I'm like ugh as it, I don't know how does Zack Snyder built up this amount of goodwill that people trust a four hour cut of one of his movies. He's the only thing I've liked that he's done was 300 because it was cool looking. Yeah. I wouldn't even call it a good movie. And I, I didn't hate Watchmen, but I'm also not a Watchmen connoisseur. The series, the series is really good. And I like that. I've not watched that. That is well, really good. Nate. I recommend the series. Yeah. I've heard it's very good. It's a one off. It's a, it's a, just a mini series. It's not, there is going to be no second season. So they kind of just, got it done and it brings out some you know the whole thing about Watchmen, like the comic book as well it does take in timeline of what's going on in the world when they were doing it so you know the original movie was to do with you know vietnam and everything else relying around that in the cold war but um the show was just a it was just masterfully done it's it's, it's kind of amazing, and it's very like apropos to now, especially. Oh, yeah, just a bit. And it's just like I I feel like I kind of go back and forth with sci-fi. Like Josh is really into sci-fi, as you know. Josh is like his, he loves time travel too. That's like his favorite like subgenre oh. of films. Um, so we actually haven't watched Palm Springs yet. So that's kind of like our next movie that we're gonna watch. Um, but anyway, uh, I would like. I kind of was like, eh, with Westworld. I would kind of casually watch Westworld with him, but I really got into Watchmen. Like, it, it was, re- it's a really hmm. well-made show, and I really enjoy it. Because I feel like it's realistic enough to keep me in there. Westworld was a little bit too, fa- like, fantastical. And I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, I watch, like, Lord of the Rings and, like, Harry Potter. Like, I like, like, fantasy, I get. But, like, I think Westworld was a little bit too much for me. Westworld and I think a lot of it is because it was super violent and misogynistic, and they did it on purpose. But I just don't like that. Mm-hmm. Westworld was fucking confusing as shit because I was still drinking when that first came out, like the first season. Yeah. So I come <laughs> home on a Sunday, watch that, and be like, and then pass I, out, and then watch it I, again the next day. So Bill got kind of got into it, but I don't think he watched it from the beginning. He was he watched a lot of the more the most recent season, I suppose. I don't know what season that is. Like, five. like to the point where he was watching like a like HBO was just doing a marathon in a day, and he was watching all of them, and I kind of was just looking up every so often. And I granted, I feel like I probably it's not something you can jump in that late. But the episode I watched made no sense. Oh yeah, yeah. like Aaron Aaron Paul took a drug that made him go through all these different emotions, and I, I it was it was a lot. It was just a lot. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those shows you need to watch from start to finish. I believe. So, but I did, but the, the Lena Waith, who I used to be friends with, um, she was very badass on it. That was cool to see. Oh, how did you, know I'm really, her? I'm really glad that she was on there and I forgot that you guys are PAs together. Yeah, no, no, no. I, she was Sean's PA. I didn't, she like, she technically worked for me, but, um, like, yeah, she, um, yeah, that was ba- way back when that was like the mid, uh, like 2008, 2009. She, Sean, uh, my old roommate, hired her as a PA, and then, yeah, now she's look at look what she's ha- done. She's huge. Good for her. Yeah. Hollywood uh, dreams do come true, folks. It does happen. True. It is true. Just far and few in between, turns out. So, yay, yay. Oh, now you really made it depressing. I thought I made it depressing before, but. No, you know, I'm good at doing that too. You're you're it's not good. alone at that skill set, Nate. It's it's a good point. 
Partially why we're um, friends. So speaking of depressing, worst year in history. Go. Oh, I gotta give give me a second. There's there's there are plenty of these I haven't done research in last week's notes. Okay, well I'll um. Did we just lose off. Sam? I think we um. Nope, nope, she's back. Sorry. Well, <laughs> what happens when I start walking? <laughs> well, I'll throw one out here, Hugh, and it's going to be hard to top. But I, it's unfortunately we don't have an exact date on it, but um, exact year. But I'm going to go out and throw out the 66 million years ago when the asteroid hit the Earth and killed 80 percent of the, the living beings on Earth. I, I think that one is probably our, our worst year in history. I'm not going to argue. That was I, you and I discussed this offline about that one. But we survived. We weren't even in. Well, we weren't here yet. Yeah. Like we we somehow survived and you know we're thriving now, aren't we? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this uh, it's the the asteroid started with a fireball that killed everything within 625 miles. Then what happened next was a thousand foot high tsunamis, um, worldwide ten plus Richter scale earthquakes, 600 mile per hour winds, and a whole lot of dead animals. That sounds pretty bad to me. Yeah. This, 2020 was pretty bad, but that sounds pretty bad to me. All right. I got one for you, Nate. It's either 75 or 85 AD. Well, okay. Uh, the Bible was finished. Oh. Oh, now you're going to turn off some viewers, listeners. I mean. You, you, had, to, you had to bring religion into it. A lot of cans but, of worms were open that day. Let's say a Pandora's box of uh, things occurred. Yeah. When you're not wrong. Finished. That's a that's a good that's a good one. You're that's more of wrong. a that started a lot of where we are at now in 2020, kind of thing. Uh, I mean, you could say the the same of most religion, but sure, yeah, I, I'd say you're absolutely right. I mean, the, it's just an add-on. I mean, it's just the New Testament was finished to the Torah, so yeah, that's true. I guess I mean. Okay, that's a good one. That is yeah, a good one. Thank you. Um, I don't know if Sam's still there. Um. Uh, well, I will throw it another year then. Um, no, 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 I'm still here. Okay, I don't know. Okay, I, okay what's give, give, give a year, Sorry. Sam. No, but like this is the thing. Like you guys are choosing like way back then. I'm talking about more like modern times, like like 1933, like the burning of the Reichstag when the like you know the Nazis came to power basically That's before they one. became superpower. Yeah. Like that, and and it was like you know post World War One, pre World War Two. Um, it was a very tumultuous time, but I mean that's kind of the event that started the Nazi party, basically. Um, okay, I, I was... Or, I was or even, uh, we, could, we could also say 1939, when the World War II started. Like, when What's-His-Face got murdered. Um, anyway. Or when, yeah, when... No, sorry, I'm confusing it with the, with World War One. 1919? Um, yeah, it's when, um, it's when basically, the, like, Germany took over Poland. and started, yeah. started, started the war. So, 1939... There's a lot of uh, I haven't seen the movie 1917 and I hear it's great. Um, that was a shitty year, and then there's like the Spanish flu. Yeah, that wasn't. Yeah. Uh, okay, Sam. So I'm gonna go ahead and be. I'll go ahead and shelve my next answer, which was gonna be 1347. Um, that's when the bubonic plague hit oh, yes. both Asia and the second strand right. of Europe. Yeah. Um, but but I will shelve that and I will throw out 1968. Uh, 1968 was pretty bad. We had the uh, leaders the civil, died that year. Civil unrest, uh, Martin Luther King uh, assassination, and I believe April. And I think RFK was killed in like June. Um, and just think, I was just trying to think about it. Think of the course of history, how different it might be if 
certainly if both of those men had lived, but specifically if Kennedy had lived, because he was most likely going to win the presidency, which means Nixon would have never been president. And then that just do the butterfly effect from there. Eh. Yeah. Things would be different. I'd say, but uh, yeah, I'd say. Right. I mean, and, and you could say the same thing about when JFK, the year that JFK was killed, like that literally was a pivotal moment, at least in American history, not necessarily like world history. Um, that was, I don't know, like it's, there's so many years that, that, that were bad, obviously not like we feel it because we remember this year and it sucks, but like literally we, all we had to do was stay at home. Yeah, that, that's, um, and some people lost their jobs and stuff and it really sucks, but we have, you know, we have Obamacare, which is not the best, but it's there and hopefully people can get unemployment. So there's al- some alternatives, obviously not that great, but we're talking about like people waiting in line for bread, like during the first like Great Depression, you know, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like people were super poor back then and there weren't like billionaires like Jeff Bezos that's like not paying his workers, but then his ex-wife's giving away like billions of dollars just to spite him. It's true. True. And And she's doing good. Yeah, she still has $30 billion in the bank, so, you know, she can't be doing all that bad. Yeah, just the the interest alone every year, I'm sure. She's fine. She doesn't need to do anything with her money. Well, what if she she keeps it at in a checking account with no interest? There's there's a tiny bit of interest in a checking account, isn't there? Or yeah, is there's a little saving? bit, but it... it's it's a, well, if thirty billion dollars, that would probably yeah. be amassing quite a bit. I'm just thinking of just the image of like going up to an ATM and checking your balance, and there's twelve zeros. I just she needs to hire she needs to hire somebody to take care of her money. <laughs> yes, if she's keeping it in a checking account, she probably needs the money, uh, some sort of financial planner, I think. But no, it's 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 kind of crazy because like I feel like. Yeah, like last year was shitty. It sucked. It sucked for me. Don't get me wrong. Like it was hard, like working from home and, and trying to like do schooling and stuff at the same time and like missing the people that you basically live right down the street from, you know, because um, I used to see people all the time. Um, it's a bummer, but it's better than like getting sick and dying. I know several people that have gotten COVID and I know a few people that have passed away from it. So it's it's very real yes. and I, I don't understand the people that just don't believe it you think that it's fake or or like won't wear masks just because and I'm, i just don't understand it at all like i really don't um i'm at no. a point where i'm kind of just like you're just dumb yeah yeah i'm like it's it's when people are like it's a violation of my liberties i'm like what the fuck are you talking about it's you, know, you give up your liberties when you go into a, a, a public or, or a privately owned place. If you go to Starbucks, you give up your liberties. If you go to Walmart, you give up your liberties. They are corporations, and they say no shirt, no shoes, no service, and you oblige. So yep. what? So what? What the hell? It's a mask. Just put it on. And and it's also a very common sight in Missouri, along with the no shirt, no shirt, no no shoes, no shirt, no service. There's also stickers that say no guns. Because you're allowed to have guns just about everywhere else, but a lot of businesses are like no guns allowed here. Sorry, which is just a funny thing. Can can like compared to Los Angeles, where that would never be a, a thought. I remember being in Texas and seeing signs for that at like a brewery and stuff, and I'm like, oh, that's funny. Yeah, yeah don't really think yeah. about that. I remember, and also um, remember when like the smoking ban happened. I mean, we were pretty young in California, but I remember it because my mom used to smoke, and so she used to complain. 
but like I got so used to everything being smoke free. It was amazing. And then when I would go to Vegas, I'd be like, what the hell? Like, this is, um, this is ridiculous. It's miserable. And I'm in the casino and there's like cigarette smoke everywhere. Yeah. And you know, like my allergies would act up and stuff. And I'm just like, you get used to things. There's a reason why there's laws. Uh, just abide by them. Speaking of this gun law, this is actually kind of brings it back to the DC thing that we were doing. Did you hear about uh, Representative Lauren Boebert? The Glock lady? Oh, yeah. She did an ad of, like, where she's like, I will be carrying my, my firearm into the, uh, onto yeah. the hill. And she's a newly elected congressperson from Colorado. Yes. And, and uh, DC yeah, the, cops the, the, had the pol- to contact her. The police response was very funny. It was basically she tweeted, uh, I'm going to what carry my Glock into whatever. Yeah. And the police response is, no, you are not. Yeah. It's she, a, um, there's no... Uh, well, she, she, no, no. Um, what, what? Uh, it's not hidden. What's the uh, the word for concealed? It? Concealed weapon. You can't no. conceal a weapon. Well, there's no weapon of any kind in a yeah. federal building. No, there's no, uh, in D.C. You're not allowed to have carry a weapon. Oh, that's true. That is true. Yeah, at all. She and um, um, well, there was Gun Girl. Uh, what was her name? Uh, Caitlin Bennett. Oh, the one Remember who shit she herself? was the one who shit herself. Yeah, that was an unfortunate. Um, uh, unfortunate for her to a reputation because that's all people talk about is how she shit herself and they post that photo oh god but yeah it's, that, it's awful like her her big thing was just like walking on college campuses with a with her ar yeah and she just became known as gun girl and then the um uh what's her name um god we made fun of her her name so often i can't tommy. remember what it actually is tommy uh remember for a while she was posing photos with her gun like guns just be like you you know Try to take it away from me. And she had like one photo of with a gun tucked into her yoga pants. She made like yoga basically, pants with it was gun po- carrying. It's basically pointing at her crotch. It's like that's not good gun safety. Nate, you would know better than me, seeing that I've never really held a gun. Um, I've seen one at Nate's house. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> that is true. Well, your dad's I've a gun collector, so I'm you can't scared. really. I'm too scared. I'm too scared of guns. I can't. I can't deal. It was, um, I mean, there's gun ranges in LA. There's several yeah. of them. I went to one a few years ago. No, I know. I've been meeting um, to. I, I, I find guns fascinating. I don't want one, but I, I would watch all the TV shows about gun making and like those gun shows. There was like a, three of them going on at the same time. One was in Colorado. One was in the, the South in Louisiana and they were fucking nuts, but I would watch them. Well, that, that. I love oh, the the one in Louisiana was called Sons, Son of Sons, Gun, Sons, Sons of Guns. Yes. And that one is, is, um decidedly on it you would not find it anymore because Ooh. the guy who ran the uh gun shop the, the gun shop and he's the star of the show is now in prison for life for molesting his kids yes one of whom was one of the characters on the show yes i loved that show i thought because they, they they built the coolest shit but as soon as i saw that that, yeah, st- that, it, that story i was like oh god did Ooh, you this do is... you ever watch the one in colorado with like um the family like i think it was mother like Son and daughter kind of thing, like I don't think so. But if if it was anything like Sons of Guns, I'd probably like it. Yeah, it was. It was just a, it was just a higher brow version of it, which wasn't that high brow. So ah, gotcha. you know, and it was Colorado, so that was the difference. Speaking of Son of Guns, Son of a Gun is a great restaurant. It's one of my favorites. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. It's good segue, Sam. Good segue. Well done. Yeah. And it's it, seafood. It's delicious. Good, good I chicken miss it sandwich. So much. Good chicken sandwich. It was. You know what? My favorite is the shrimp toast. It's like the best thing I've eaten in, in years. It's so good. And sometimes I just crave it because they use like fish sauce, and I think that's one of the reasons why um, I love it so much. Has that? But, 
have they survived? Um, it, 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 like that whole chain, not chain, but the guy that's that right. same chef, like uh, John and Benny's and but Petit Trois, and he has like he has like seven or eight restaurants. Yeah, I don't know how they're um, doing, but if they're that that that, that expansive, that we'll we one that weird meat one that's on um, of, animal animal yeah animal that one animal, um, delicious. It was fine. It um, had some ordered, weird shit. I ordered John and Benny's for my birthday um, for dinner. It was delicious. Kira asked for it yesterday for lunch, and I'm like, no, it's not. It's not a place that we just casually order lunch from. No, <laughs> no, that wouldn't be. Um, but yeah, it's it's really good. I love it. But it used to be so hard to get a table at Son of a Gun, and I remember going there for my birthday maybe a couple of years ago. Um, but they had, and it was just a seasonal thing, and I haven't seen it since. But for dessert, they had tin roof Sunday, and I don't know if you guys ever grew up with like it's a type of ice cream and I don't know how to explain it because it's very basic it's just like vanilla but then it's like chocolate covered peanuts and I want to say there's caramel swirls in there and it is it just reminded me of my childhood because I, I I think thrifties had tin roof sundae or one of the brands that I used to eat growing up had it and it was amazing and I can't find it anywhere oh. I don't I'm not familiar I've not heard of that and, and also um for my birthday this year one of my friends got me because I've been obsessed with it ever since I was young. Um, and they didn't sell it at all, but I got a thrifty ice cream scooper, which it scoops like a, kind of like a cylinder-ish square. I don't know if I could explain it. Like it's, it's, it's Rite Aid, because Rite Aid bought them. Uh-huh. So if you ever get ice cream from Rite Aid, they use like a special scoop, and they've never sold it ever to the public until just recently. Oh. And so I got, that, I got that for my birthday, and I was like so nice. excited. Nice. Oh, very cool. <laughs> And like, only on this show stupid. can we go it's from stupid. worst year to food to gun yeah. TV shows. It's yeah, pretty much. It, it all makes sense. It makes sense when you Does think it? about it. Does it ever? It, yeah. In a, in a Pepe Silvia kind I of mean, way. I mean, yeah. I'm just saying that, like, for uh, what this show is, that is the, the weirdest rabbit hole of conversation that you could go through. Well, that's mostly because of me. I'm just really hungry at lunchtime, guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't, we don't want to keep you any longer, Sam. So we, it's fine. No, no, it's okay. We've hit that. We've hit that time anyway, so we can get going. Yeah. Whenever you guys start talking about guns and stuff, I just shut down because I just, I hate guns. I. Yeah, that's fine. I just like how you switched it into food, and we all went down there, and then we're like, yeah, okay, yeah. works. It worked for me. I miss. I miss going to restaurants. <laughs> we all do. <laughs> <I'm> so sad. <laughs> anyway. S- soon enough. Soon enough. I know. Alrighty. All right. Well, thanks, guys. Thank um, you. This... We need to continue our, our our worst years because I feel like there's there's more to, to talk about. Okay, uh, yeah, probably. 